Welcome in to another edition of the Par for the Court podcast. Welcome, it is everybody. Thursday, October 19th. October. Um, we are very close to NBA opening night. And with that in mind, in today's episode, we're going to play a game of Si Posible or Ni en tus sueños. In your dreams. In your dreams. It's, it's a Spanish game. Yeah. It's a Spanish game, you know? Created by Americans. In a, with an NBA spin on it, you know? But it's just Spanish. Spanish game, though. For fun. For and fun. for seriousness. Because it's serious. Spanish is a fun language, it's, too. But though. it's also a real language. But it's a real language and a that serious one. Millions speak, but it's also fun to speak. Yes. So. You can have fun speaking Spanish. You can be serious. See, si. Same as English. Es posible. Ni en tus sueños. All right. Are you ready to go? Drinks. Oh, wait. Also, another fun thing. We were, this, was, this was requested. We're going to be listing off our top 20 favorite players at the this. very end. Just some people. Better not have been a bitch fucking producer. Okay, watch yourself. If he did, I'm not doing it. Dude, you're gonna get your pay docked. Dock it? <laughs> More for me. I'm in charge of payroll, so I'll dock the producer's payroll. That's not true. I'm in, I am more so in charge of payroll, so. No. Yeah, I am. Not the numbers guy. You don't get the final clarification. You, you more like. Do like the rough draft. But. Can we start the pot? I'm itching to play C Placible. Oh no, Neon to Swing. Alright, start it. Ready? Let's go. Let's go. Is that what you let's go? Alright, let's go. It's par for the court podcast. I think um I think I'll start her off this year. Sure, sure. So how how it's gonna work this is year in the inaugural yeah, uh, game of seed possible no sueños. How it's gonna work is I'm gonna say a statement, and then Chase is gonna decide si possible or niente sueños. All right, all right. First statement: Anthony Davis will solidify himself as the second best big man in the league this year. Niente mm, sueños. What? Nobody's cracking and beating Jokic. Is that okay? Okay. Is that those are bigs, right? Yeah. So ni en tus sueños. Okay. Ni en tus sueños. Okay. And let's just say, for sake of argument, Giannis is not a big. He, let's say he's a small forward. Okay. Sure. I'm okay. Let's say let's say really centers. You know, because AD is really a center. Right. He's third. Okay. By all accounts, AD is looking and feeling as healthy as he's been since the 1920 season, and on top of that. His jump shot is looking better than ever it has. It's looking smooth. He's shooting it at a high percentage this preseason. And by all accounts, the number one thing that sticks out in my mind is that he was able to have a healthy offseason where he was able to focus on improvement, not just... He said last offseason he doesn't really work out, though. Okay. So, I mean, that's out the window. Okay, well, obviously... AD getting better this offseason? Obviously, he changed some things up this year. We, we saw a lot of him in the gym. Uh, the clip of him... I forget how long he said, but he he was at some kind of phase house, something like that, and he was like, oh, I haven't touched a ball in X amount of days. And that raised some red flags, but the next day he was seen in the gym. Um, we saw a lot of his workouts. Probably an old clip. All I'm saying is, right now, he looks really good. LeBron is insisting that he will be taking a step back as far as load this season. AD's going to be the number one option, which may lead to him solidifying himself as the second-best big I wouldn't be surprised if he's in MVP talks. And 
other thing that I was thinking about when I made this statement was, what about a step back from Embiid? What about a down year for the Sixers as a whole where it's looking more like empty stats, where it's looking more like, damn, this team is not good, which I is possible. That's why I, I, was, I was hoping for at least a possible. I don't think it is because the Sixers situation, I don't see Embiid getting less touches in any world. I don't see Embiid getting worse in any world. I think the system, once they trade Harden, which will happen, mm. um, like Embiid can only be more of a centerpiece. Him and Maxi will be the only two really taking shots and having their hands on the ball. Yeah, fun fact that you know Jokic is still Jokic, so third. Yeah, Maxi and Embiid um, last year in what was a surprisingly low amount of pick and rolls had one of the most efficient pick and rolls in NBA history, as as a duo, most efficient pick and rolls in NBA history. Um, So I really think the Sixers' future is dependent on how good Maxi is. Because let's say he doesn't take a big leap this year. I could see this being Embiid's last year. With the Sixers right now, I, with the Sixers, I could see anything happening. Yeah, that's true. But back to the AD point, you're talking about his jumpers never look better, LeBron's taking a step back, this, that, this, that. That's always been the narrative until AD gets hurt. And that's been the problem the past four years since LeBron and AD have joined as teammates. LeBron has wanted to take steps down. Wanted to give AD more of the driver's seat, but hasn't been able to because he's in and out of the lineup every week. So true. I've given that soliloquy to people. That's, that's the problem. I'm, I'm the biggest fan of AD when he's out there playing hard. I've, I said it every, like every time he gets an offensive rebound and does a two-handed dunk and hangs on the rim. That's how I know he's locked in for a game. Mm. I've said that to you before when we're watching games. Some games he doesn't do that. Maybe it's he doesn't trust himself that he's not back. Fully it from injury. Maybe he's just out there running around. Who knows? But it's never been a skill thing for Anthony Davis. I've always admired that part of his game. It's everything else. I see. Well, I think if, his, if early season his jump shot's clicking, it's going to be a conversation. That's all I'm saying. Health and a jump shot, it's going to be a real conversation. Um, Knee right. in to swing. What do you got for me? Um... Let's go with off of that. We will see LeBron under on all of his career averages and lowest oh. usage rate as a Laker. On his average, I wouldn't be surprised about usage, but as far as his averages, ni en tus sueños. That's you think he's going twenty-seven, seven and seven this year. I could, with an improved Austin Reeves, with this improved AD you're talking about, hmm. with D'Angelo Russell, with all these guys getting touches. Year 21, he's going to go 27, 7, and 7. I didn't know you meant career average. I thought you were talking about like of last year, everything was going to be down. No, no, no. I said career. You didn't listen. Oh, I guess I didn't listen. Got to slow down. Um, Got to slow down. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's, I guess with those facts in mind, mathematically, I will have to say possible, but my mind is telling, okay, I'll say this. In the most honest I've ever been in my entire life right now, everything in my mind is telling me, yes, that's true. It's, it's see, but everything in my heart wants me to say, no, ni en tus sueños. 
Yeah, my heart does, but I think it's it's possible. I mean, muy possible. Not a C, not possible, but muy possible. This is the worst question that's ever been asked on this podcast ever. I don't even think it's a like LeBron's going downhill thing. It's just a. I know it's the personnel. He and has a good team around. That's so rough. That's so rough. I mean, I think, okay, I'll say this. Another question where this is going to be the answer, I think it's fully dependent on Anthony Davis's health. It's, yeah, that <laughs> and, you know, Austin Reeves' touches are probably going up. Gabe Vincent's going to have the ball in his hands. D'Angelo Russell's going to have the ball in his hands. Rui's going to have the yeah. ball in his hands. Christian Wood will be on the court sometimes. Just a one-off here. I think that D'Angelo Russell is the biggest X factor for the Lakers because they will go as far as his That's ego the allows trade him. Piece too. He will go. They will. Go, I don't believe in his trade value, but I think his ego is going to be a major factor in how well they do offensively. Well, he said he's Derek White. He wants to be Derek White. Did you see that clip? Yeah, that's on defense. Which yeah, you want to be better. He just on defense. said make winning plays. I like that. I he was definitely talking about on defense, but. On offense in general, making winning plays. All right, well, I hope he becomes more of a facilitator and spot-up guy and less of a, I'm going to take pull-up mid-ranges because they look cool. It might. We see this a lot with guys. It might be that point of his career where he's like, wait a second. I don't see that for him. This isn't all about the numbers. This isn't all about the glitz and glamour. I want to win. I don't think he's made that decision. He's got the wife. He's got the little kid toddling around. I don't think that's even a consideration. He's like, I want my little boy on the court when I want to ring. Oh, my. Okay, Rondo. All right, I'm just saying. So um, that question, I guess, will have to be a forcibly possible. All right, my next statement. Are you ready? Sure. Tyler Hero will be an all-star. Oof. If you don't... Obviously, obviously possibly. Are you leaning more towards which one? Were you, I'm are not, you were leaning more towards C. I don't know. <laughs> Not off Tyler Hero's talent, off of the talent pool in the East for guards. Would you like me to give a case? Yeah, give a case. Okay. As of right now, he is looking more polished, more developed, and more athletic preseason than he basketball. ever has. Now, okay, I will say, he's leading the preseason in scoring. Do Hold as much weight as you want to with that fact, but still let me move on. He is moving with a chip on his shoulder this year, okay? There have been multiple articles, multiple interviews he's given out where he has discussed the disrespect he has felt from around the league all summer long. All summer long, what he had to motivate him were rumors continuously day in, day out. He couldn't go on social media. He couldn't go to the airport. He couldn't walk around Miami without people talking about how he was going to be moved. Yeah, the centerpiece of a trade for a perennial all-star. Oh, no. Poor Tyler Hero. Whoever the trade piece is, all I know is that if I am a young player that I thought was held a lot of value for my team, a person that I know I, I saw myself win sixth man of the year, be in all-star conversations, and was someone that was revered throughout the city, then turned into disrespect in a way, I know how I would be moving throughout the offseason, and I know that's how he was. And I fully believe that he, we're going to see career highs in scoring, career high in assists, as without Gabe Vincent and a much, I mean, just an older and less usaged Kyle Lowry, 
He's going to see a career high in touches. He's going to see a whole lot of minutes as the lead ball handler. And we all know Jimmy does not take the regular season as seriously. And we all know that, let's face it, there's probably going to be a 15-game stretch where he doesn't play. I very well could see a the number one scorer on a probable top four seed being an all-star. And if I were... If I were uh, to be in your shoes, I would say yes. No, you would say C. C. I would say C. I'm going with a possible because, first off, he was the number one scorer in the Heat last year, correct? Yes. But the narrative was, oh, well, he's got Bam and Jimmy around him, and they're both going to defer to him. Both, obviously, better players than here. We can agree on that. Yes. Okay, also, the guard pool in the East – very hard. And to have three all-stars on a team, which I would assume that he would have, right? No. Jimmy probably – there's a good chance Jimmy or Bam will not be an all-star. Jimmy that's, probably that's, won't just because they don't want the, the cookie crumbles on the poster. It's how the cookie crumbles. One of them will not be. Would I be surprised if they had two? Definitely not. I think they should have two. But I don't think they will. They definitely won't have three. You think Tyler Hero is going to have a better year than Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo? Regular season-wise – I don't think Bam. I think Jimmy, It's. I would give that a 75% chance Tyler has a better regular season than Jimmy. And I know that makes sense to you. Statistically, he will, maybe, like he yes. did last year. But it's still very clear who's the better player, who will get more votes, who will get more notoriety from the coaches. Okay, what about the fact that Bam was an all-star year, Jimmy wasn't? Everyone knows Jimmy or Bam is a better player. Name the top three bigs in the East. That's that's another that's, conversation. Yeah, the guard pool well, very thick in the East. Jimmy's Mitchell, a, uh, Damian Lillard, Brunson, Harden for now, Jalen Brown, the richest man in the NBA. Dame Lillard won't be an All Star. Stop it. He's gonna have a bad year. Dame, Dame will be an All Star off fan votes alone. No. Let's move on. Let's say. Possible leaning to see. I'm not a hater of Tyler Hero. I love Tyler Hero's game. I love how he works. He comes back every season and is better. You like his clothes. I like his clothes a lot. And yeah, it's possible. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Let's let's move on. All right. Uh James Harden will be traded. C. He is not. He wasn't at practice today. He was in Houston today when they had practice in Philadelphia. You missed half of yesterday's practice. Does that mean you're going to be traded? I missed 15 minutes of yesterday's practice because my tooth went through my bottom. Does that mean you're going to get traded? No. But guess what? Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Without notifying the team, I went to Dallas. He's in Houston. Instead of, I'm talking about me. Oh. If I went to, say, Dallas... Hang out with Zion? <laughs> funny guy. Instead of being at practice, I probably wouldn't be on the team. Yeah, fair assessment. So, I think what James Harden saw was he didn't make enough of a ruckus and a nuisance in, in Colorado during training camp. And he was like, oh, guess I got out the antics because they were considering going into the season... or. They were planning on, rather, going into the season with Harden as a starting guard. Now he's like, okay, that, this can't happen. This can't be. I will not be practicing. 
What do you, the front office had to have offered him or said to him after he took less money, like, we're going to give you a super max. And then they didn't, right? That's, that has to be the case. Um, For why he keeps saying, well, the front office did this. They don't want me anymore. This is a broken marriage. I don't necessarily. Nothing publicly happened. And Harden can't say, oh, they offered me the Supermax. Well, one thing I don't like is I just don't understand why you're going to hold weight in theoretical contracts year or so, over a year in advance. If but you're I'm saying, what else would have been well, the reason? The number one thing he was talking about when he said Darren Moore's a liar is that he was told he was going to get traded immediately. Or he, at least, he was under the impression he was going to get traded to immediately to a team he wanted to go to. That was what the liar comment was about. Guess what? That's not like a one-way street either. It's true. And it's also, true. if you're like, I want to go to the Clippers that have two guys on super max deals, and you're bringing a max deal in, that doesn't really work with today's CBA. I, I fully understand this, and I'm not James Harden. Well, I don't know what he's like. I don't know what he's expecting either, dude, and I don't know what he thought. He's he, not going to be on the Clippers. Um, There's no way. Maury is not. Yeah. So what's really funny is the the uh, the the or the Sixers want an un, at least an unprotected first round pick, which the Clippers don't even have until what twenty thirty one. Yeah, I feel like they've given everything up, and every like everything is with the Thunder. I think probably. Yeah, it's just funny that the Clippers are probably the worst trade partner possible in the entire NBA. <laughs> I, I, besides the Suns, I cannot think of a worse trade partner. I can't imagine like Harden on the phone with his agent, but like, yo, I, we gotta we gotta get out of Philly. I want to go to L.A. It's like okay, I'll call Polinka. No, 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 the Clippers. It's like wait, what? What do you want them to get? How are for you gonna you? just get it done? Get I, it done, James. We can't go there. Just figure it out. I was like, I don't know what to do with that. Like I dead ass. It's funny because I don't even know what you'd ask. What do you even ask for? As as a, as a 76er, unless you can get some sort of three-team deal done, which even that, it just doesn't really add up. What do you, like Terrence Mann? Okay. Yeah, and what is Terrence It's Bones? I you imagine I'm not, Bones in Philly? That's, it's Bones and Maxie. It's just, that's a... Maxie and Maxie number two. Yeah. Um, they got double Maxies. In yeah. I just, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine being hardened and demanding to go to the worst possible trade partner and then getting frustrated when a deal stagnates. And I will say this. I think, in theory, Terrence Mann is the worst player to ever be named untouchable. Worse than Horton Tucker because at the time... No, McBride. At the time, McBride. Mm, no, because at the time, they were, they were seen as a lot of potential for these two players. Because like, a lot of people ride on potential. Terrence Mann hasn't gotten the touches yet. We don't know. Yes, we do. He nope. literally played like 50 games or 40 games last year as the brunt of his offensive load being lead ball handler. So I can't confirm that statistically, and I don't right. think you can. Well, I pretty, pretty, pretty surely can. But Okay, where, if anywhere, where would Harden's going to get traded, right? That's a C. Okay, what's funny is... Where is he going? I mean, the Heat would be... They're not going to trade for him. The heat, the heat do not want to trade for him. They, you have said in the past you wanted to. Yeah, that was an emotional statement when I said that. Um, okay, we have the Wizards. Not going to happen. No, does not make any sense. It doesn't have no trade for, clause. For the Wizards. This makes sense for the Wizards. Um, How many years does he have left in his deal? One. So why doesn't that make sense? 
Because why would the Wizards do that? They, they've just uh, committed to a direction. Right. Have Harden score 40, and then they don't no. win any games. No, it doesn't make any sense. What, and not, like, what winning not, team? To mention, not to mention, the Wizards would want assets to take on Harden's con- to take true. on Harden. Then they got cap space. The Sixers do wouldn't do that. Want them. Okay, but yeah, that that wouldn't happen. Brooklyn <laughs> also does not make any sense for them directionally. They have committed to Ben Simmons being the lead ball handler. And what direction are the Nets going in? Though? Um, owning up to this young core, trying to win as many games as they can, and, and with the traded trade picks up? that they have. Okay. No, they have traded picks. They don't even have their picks. It's all traded picks. That's what I'm saying. They're going to... So that's the good thing about them. They're, they going can, to ride, they're going to ride with this unit, create assets through that, that's and actually, then trade them. It's honestly a great path. No, because think about it. They're, I mean, there are three guys right now. Bridges, Johnson, Simmons. Yeah. They're all young enough where they fit the exact same timeline, and they can win as many games as they want to, build a culture, build chemistry, and still have young guys, young Claxton's promising guys coming that. in. Claxton's in that. Okay, that's true. But I was just thinking about that. That four, I don't know if that four works. Why not? That's two good shooters. Claxton and Simmons? And a great ball handler, great vision, great defender. Finisher? We'll We'll see. Simmons is a good finisher. We'll see. He is a good finisher. Has been in the past. He is a good finisher. Has been in the past. All I'm saying is... Trey Young, greatest run protector ever then. Shut up. That's... (laughs) I was thinking about... I was thinking about... I was thinking about... Putting Ben Simmons All Star on my C si posible os ni en tus sueños ni en tus sueños. Okay, posible. Anybody? I mean, anything's possible. Kevin Garnett. Who would you rather have right now this year? Terry Rozier, Ben Simmons, or Harden? I'm taking Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, ugh, ooh, because you also got to think about the future. What teams Harden on? It doesn't matter. You have it zero does. players. You have zero players. Who's his coach? It's a draft. You have zero players. You can pick your coach. Gosh. You're picking Simmons, 100%. If you don't, yeah, you are. I mean, a a redraft of the NBA, Simmons is going before Harden. Oh, yeah. All right. Derek White, probably going before Harden. Possibly. D'Lo, we'll see. Yeah, I I think I'd take Harden over D'Lo. But let's go. D'Lo or Derek White? D'Lo or Derek White. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to revisit that question All-Star Weekend. I, we'll see if set D-Lo, a reminder. Set a reminder. We'll see if D'Lo has become Derek White. All right, um, Siri, set a reminder. All Star Weekend. Do you think she knows All Star Weekend? Let's just yeah. It. NBA All Star Weekend, Siri. February. Say just say February. February. Is Derek White better than D'Angelo Russell? Ask Cole. All right. Okay. Set, set reminder. All Star Weekend. On to the next. Your what turn. was what was even the original statement there? Oh, uh, will Harden be traded? Good talk. That was a good talk. That's that's good podcasting. Just going off on a tangent. Good right. podcasting. Next up, I love going to the Nets timeline talk. I would love to. I this I can't wait for this one. The Pelicans will miss the playoffs this year. Ooh, you might want to let me make my case before you make your no, decision. No, I, I yeah. What? Possibly. So, Moy, listen to this. Are you ready? Nuggets one. Yep. Suns, two. Yep. Lakers, three. Warriors, four. Clippers, five. Kings, Kings six. Yep. Mavericks, seven. Timberwolves, eight. And this isn't even including a potential jump from the Thunder, as well as the All-In Rockets, which that's my nickname for them. Oh, I love the All-In Rockets. They're the All-In Rockets, because they're all in. Did you know what this... When are we going to talk Rockets timelines? I'm Never. 
I, they're just something's major is going to have to happen for me to talk rockets. You know what rockets timelines look like? What the New York metro, New York subway system? It's true. Everywhere, it's, it's crosses everywhere, all over. You, nobody understands it. Maybe one person. Look at Boban. What's Boban doing there? What is Boban doing? Sangoon. Say, will now, he get traded? He's, he's he's like he's like the very promising um, jazz singer. In front of the subway, yeah. that everyone's like, "Man, this guy could like be the, good." Like uh, the little, sh- the little show no. that happens before you get on the subway. He's so like, well, "This that is was good, cool. but are we going to pay attention and put value in it?" Yeah, uh, no, because there's a shiny uh, other. Hey, I got over this here. dollar in my pocket. I'll hand it to him. Sure. Yeah, I'll give him a post touch here and there, but will I? Will I put actual value in him being the guy for the future? No, then, even though we probably should. Then you get on the subway and there's this guy that's dressed like the Joker, and you're like, "Oh my god, Dylan the villain's on this subway." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You got the guy in the swaggy um, off. It's like Jalen Green's right over there. Jalen Green's right over there. Yeah, so, dude. <laughs> Trey Murphy's just in the corner reading a book. So, Trey Murphy, we will not know. Because, guess what? Torn meniscus. Yeah, and he got repairment surgery on that. And People are saying you can play on those. Really? I, I People are saying. I, I've never heard that before. I've had a teammate do it. I don't know. Yeah, but. But that's just um, something I've heard. Um, meniscus repairment surgeries are one third chance you re-tear. So I was he very, got a repairment or he's he got it repaired. Out he tear. got it repaired. He got it repaired. Huh. So very interesting with that. Um, I mean, you know, everyone's he's going to Oz Grutman though. He's really he's like a meniscus specialist. Oh, that's that's you just made that. <laughs> um, how, how long did you believe that? So really, fun. Oz Grutman shout out. <laughs> Oz Grutman. Um, Real fun point here for the, uh, what's it called, Pelicans. Um, Zion, B.I., and McCollum have played, quite literally, 198 minutes together. That's a, a lot, right? Well, that would be less than five games combined. Oh, not a lot. So, will they all be helped at the same time this year? We will never know. Will their uh, front court defense hold up? We will not know. Will Zion stay in Dallas when they play the Mavericks? We don't know. That's one of my least favorite jokes. I'm not going to lie. I don't. He started it. It's, but I no. But when you say it or anyone says it, I don't even chuckle. I also think that Zion's not a funny person. So when he tries to be funny, it's it's. Crazy. He's funny without like his run is just funny to me. Yeah. No. Him trying to be serious and such is funny. Yeah. I also have a hard time when NBA players like you can so very much tell that it's a rehearsed answer. But they're trying to act super cool about it. Random thing. Did you see Carl Anthony Towns on the Dominican podcast? No. He was, it was like the most LeBron lying answer ever. They were like talking about baseball and how much of a fan he is of baseball. And he was talking about the Yankees. And the guy was like, do you, do you ever watch Dominican baseball? He's like, I have. I have watched Dominican baseball. And he named like one guy. I was like, you don't watch Dominican baseball. He's like, I tune in all the time. Oh, my God. Like, no, you don't. That's so sad. Yeah. It was like a collab post. <laughs> That's so bad. Dude. Yeah. The Pelicans are a, honestly, a, it seems like time is passing them by almost. Um, one of the things I consider putting on here was, is this the last year we see of McCollum, B.I. and Zion together? Um, Have we seen it? Well, it, the last season of all three of them on contract. On contract? I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough because, like, there's no... 
cohesion in this roster. There's no like, okay, this piece fits here with this, with this, with this. It's like Ingram's an ISO score. McCollum's an ISO score. Zion needs the ball. Zion, we don't even really know for sure yet because we've seen. Yeah, the, he can do anything really, but we've seen him in three different roles really. Point Zion was cool. Shout out Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, and then we we we've obviously seen him play off ball, and we've seen him be an isolation type score. Um, we and we don't know what's best. Um, that's 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 one of the main reasons I thought of when I was thinking this team probably won't make the playoffs because. I mean, everyone's a believer in the Wolves. Is Brandon Ingram going to remember that he's not on Team USA and he should play well for the Pelicans? Mm, debatable. Cause both, their t- both their jerseys have dark blue. They have dark blue. They have red. Yeah. It's, they have it's, white home jerseys. It's, it's rough. Blue away jerseys. Yeah. There's gold. We just don't know. Both have Nike logos. Yep. So um, someone's going to have to remind him. Maybe Jose Alvarado would be the, the reminder. Jose Alvarado's injured. He's Puerto Rican, though. Puerto Right, right. I mean, just having him on the team would be like, wait a second, this isn't Team USA. Yeah. I think. That's Um, just me. Yeah, I think the only team, like, what's crazy about this Western Conference is, I think the odd man out, if they were to make the playoffs, is not even the Wolves, it's the Mavericks. This is a big prove-it year for me with Mavericks. Um, Yeah, I agree. I was honestly... I was I my pick for MVP was Luka Doncic, and then I saw them lose to Real Madrid, and also shit the bed and, in Dubai. And the Timberwolves games looked like they had never played together. Yeah, and in their lives. Now I'm like I can't pick them because if they are the seventh seed, he Grant, won't win. Grant Williams shooting seven first half threes against the Timberwolves. Like I don't know what. Oh that my was. gosh. Yeah. So we'll, this we'll, might we'll be to put that possibly leading to Pelicans might have the most guys that I've played against on an NBA roster. Who? Name them. Uh, Jalen Crutcher and uh, EJ Liddell. <laughs> Two. I was expecting at least like five. Five? No, I mean, I don't... This might be the highest. There's probably a couple tied for two. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, Obi and Jarrett. What about some nuggets? Jay Huff? Jay Huff is my teammate. Jay Huff was your teammate, true. Hunter Tyson is also on the nuggets. Clemson. True. So that's two. Yeah, there's a lot. We'd have to dive into this more. All right, we'll, we'll do that next let's, week. Let's go to that's next for week. next week. All right, final verdict. Possible leaning to see. No, you're, you're yeah. torn. You're torn. I would say muy possible. Yeah. Um, Victor Wembanyama not as advertised. What do you mean by that? Not living up to the hype. Ni en tus sueños. Sadly. Yeah, he's dude. He's really really good like it's, it's like it's crazy some of the plays aren't even highlight plays but just like basketball guys watching it, you're like that's never been done on a basketball court before and he's doing it yeah, as his, a rookie his in-air i'd say this his in-air body control is the most impressive i've seen of anyone even like I, it's, it's like more impressive than blake griffin was in his prime and that's what most guys that height struggle with yeah is the control of their body but he like I feel like his workout regimen and the balance shit that he does day in and day out is, is something that not many people do, let alone at his age. And he's probably been doing it four or five years, and that's probably what is helping him the most. Do yeah. Other thing is um, Greg Popovich has f- solely focused on defense with him, defensive scheme, on-ball yeah. defense, everything like that. He has put in 
one set play for Wembenyama to score. Yeah, I remember that. Um, which he did, in fact, score on. But Good other than him. that, other than that, he's done no offensive coaching for him, and he's still averaging twenty twenty some a game. I believe he's fourth in preseason scoring this year, and yeah, he's it's just all incidentally him being him that's getting him these buckets. So it's going to be insane. And to be honest, if the Spurs were 30% better, I would say they were like a their playoff, like their playoff team. Yeah, they're not going for that this year. And also, yeah. I don't think he plays over 65 games just because why run him into the ground this early yeah. in his career? Do you think he's rookie of the year lock? No. I think Jet can win it. Jet sure. can win it. Scoot is also I don't very, think Scoot will win it. Scoot's very good, but I think that's the thing. The rookie of the year is more numbers than wins. I think Chet obviously will have the, the winningest team. And he's, he's got other guys. Numbers. He's got a lot of guys around him, mm. a lot of proven guys. So it's, I think it's, it's between them. It's, it's, rookie of the year is always a numbers thing, and I think Scoot could be up there. Like I think there's going to be weeks that it'll be Scoot, but most I think it'll be Wem and Yama mm-hmm. end of the day. I see. All right, we ready to move on? Yeah. I there's going to be plenty of Victor Wem and Yama talk in the future. So yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Okay. Um, last, last part. Cool. Last, last, go. Lastly, my statement. Yes. Go. Yeah. You. Last one. Stop it. Okay. You, let me stop. What? Let, go. Let, stop <laughs> fucking saying shit. Um, okay. Right, last. Go. Last statement. For C plus C layer in the Interswenos. Yeah, sure. Franz Wagner will solidify himself as the best player in the 2021 draft class this season. Is that okay? That's mellow. No, not at all. 2021. That'd be Halliburton. This is no. All okay. That's Cade. That's Giddy. That's Mobley. That's Keon Johnson. That's, yeah, like, so, okay. Lastly, my last statement. Franz Wagner will solidify himself as the best player in the 2021 draft class. I personally have him already above Mobley. He's, Giddy's good, but I already have him above Giddy. It's all about Cade Cunningham and him in my eyes. Um, the Sengun respect, disrespect is insane. You don't think Franz Wagner is better than Sengun? It was kind of a joke. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's a real, that, that could be a real conversation you could have. These, these guys are all, there's still a lot of gray area in definitively pigeonholing them as players. I just see Franz, especially what I've already seen from him in the preseason, his shot creating and his um, passing ability mixed with his lethal catch-and-shoot and, and pull-up mid-range game is rare at that size. And frankly, I'm seeing a lack of growth from Mobley. I mean, you know, it's easy to say in the playoffs. I think he's in a tough spot. I don't, you know, I don't know if that system is really the greatest for him. You might disagree with that because they very clearly, their, their whole offense is based on the high pick-and-roll, and that's to get him in spots where he's able to score – He's and more at the four, though. Jared Allen's setting most of those. That's not true. Okay, and, well, okay. he's at the four, is he not? Another thing is what they're really trying to get him to be able to do well is 
create in short roll situations, be able to make something happen in uh, four on three, three on four situations. And he's just struggling being decision maker with the ball and struggling to have like moves he's down got a, that he because can he's score. got a big dog 10 feet from him. If you have a big dog 10 feet from you, if you're a good passer, that's assists all day. Not, not to mention, not to mention, he doesn't have a post move down. Like he's he's a poor jump hook shooter. So, yeah, I think it it is going to come down to Cade at the end of the day. Obviously, we haven't seen him play in a while. The stuff from USA this yep, summer very was promising. very promising. And I'm not going to say C. I'm going to say muy possible. Just simply because the Magic have a lot of guys. That will have the ball in their hand. Cade will be probably the only one with the ball in his hand on the Pistons. Um, now, Wagner does have a head start on Cade and just the development overall, but I'm going to say Moy Possible. There is a young man by the name of Killian Hayes that will say oh, gosh. otherwise. Monty Williams is saying Killian Hayes looks really good. That's for trade value purposes, I think. So. I don't, dude, that's also what's really funny about the Pistons is that, I mean... You know, it's the classic don't tr- don't draft for fit until you know you have a number one guy. But it's basically like they didn't even give Ivy a chance because they drafted another ball handler with Thompson, and you've got Killian A's. Yeah, that's a lot. And you got I Kate Cunningham. I didn't think about Thompson. Yeah, it's cr- it's crazy in Detroit. It's really crazy. Um, and I obviously think that. Cade's going to get the number one role it's this like year. When the Bulls drafted Chris Dunn after already having Zach Levine. It's like, what are we? Well, what are we doing here? Well, that that figured itself out, didn't it? Yeah, clearly. <laughs> but you know, those Pistons, man. Those uh, Pistons. I think, How about that backup center duel? Huh? I was, I was just about to say the most the under- center competition. The most underrated battle in the NBA is is Bagley versus Wiseman, dude. Can you imagine how big of a Think fleece? of the vertical leaps going on in those practices. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Can you imagine the, the, the fleece of the century that would have taken place if the Warriors treated him like within that first season? Oh, it it would have been, been generational. They could have got anything they wanted. Oh, my gosh. It would have been generational. I just can't even think about that. They, they'd be in such a good spot this year. Um, Warriors a lot of misses in these drafts the past couple of years. Warriors? Yeah. Well, a lot of misses. We'll talk about that more in win, in win or lose their week. Could I have Wagner? We'll talk about more of that in win. That would have been Can crazy. They could have Wagner and Halliburton on their team Holy right smokes. And they, they also wouldn't have gotten Chris Paul. Because why would they if they have Halliburton? Yeah. So. Um, all right. Before we move on to our segments, uh, why don't we get into a little ad read? Uh, Chase, do you want to do the honors? You can start it. All right. Um, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our sponsor for today's episode, Hot Cheetos. Perfect snack food for sitting back watching the game. I know NBA season's coming up, and what snack are we going to have on hand for the opening night? Hot, Hot Cheetos. Cheeto. Just the amazing crunch, that awesome zesty, spicy flavor. Oh, it's got that kick to it. You just get in that bag, put your hands in, and you take a bite, and you just don't want to stop. Hot Cheetos. It's the way to go. I'm telling you. Anyone you're looking for the best snack to watch the games, it's Hot Cheetos. Use code PARTHE for half off a half bag of Hot Cheetos. That is PARTHE, P-A-A-R-T-H-E, for a half off a half bag of Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos, crunch them, munch them, slice them, and dice them. All righty. 
We're heading into one of the week, loser of the week. Are um, we doing that first? I think we'll do one of the week, loser of the week first. Okay. Alrighty. Um, well, my winner of the week, might as well get right into it. Jonathan Kaminga. He's averaged 26 points a game in this preseason, and there was a lot of buzz for him to take that big jump into big contributor status for the Warriors, a status that they want so badly for him to proclaim. Hopefully he can stay consistent in his role. As a wise man once said, consistency, the enemy of greatness. Um, Never changing your standards, I'd say, too. That's, that's also true. That, well, that would be consistency. Another wise man said. The, the enemy of greatness is consistently, consistency, and if you want to be consistent, you have to be never changing in, in your standards. standards. yeah. So one might say changing in one's standards is the enemy of greatness. Somebody tweet that to Kaminga so we can get him going. All right. We, he should get that tattooed in his eyelids. Um, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of flashes for Kaminga this preseason, and he's getting a lot of buzz for it, rightfully so. Hopefully he can stay consistent. You win Cole's win of the week on Par for the Court Podcast. Congrats to Jonathan Kaminga on that one. I'll send him his uh, certificate. Later How about on. this winner of the week here? Sketchers. They're looking to get, making a big they're splash. They're making a big splash. In the shoe industry, specifically basketball shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, already have signed Julius Randle and Terrence Mann. And they're nearing a deal with the big man in the middle in Philadelphia, Joel Embiid. Crazy how they got two un- they got two untouchables and someone that might be traded next year. Yeah, two of the biggest ISO scores, largest in size. I mean, not like prolific. Yep, largest in size ISO scores in the Eastern Conference and an untouchable in the West. I yeah, mean, I don't. Who? How many shoe brands can say they have that many untouchables? You know, I don't know what meeting happened where Sketch was like, "Hey, let's be cool now." It's like it's not gonna work. I mean, dude, they're the the Julius Randall shoe I saw wasn't that bad, so. That's all I'm going to say. Would yeah. I wear it? No, but it wasn't bad. I think so. our stance is pretty similar on non-Nike basketball shoes. If you put a shit ton of colors and prints on them, they're not bad. You know? Yeah. I think that's about it. Like I Converse. Think, I think Converse has missed out a lot because they could have been a real player had they played their cards right and released the ones SGA had been wearing. Yeah. And then, But they just didn't. Um, also, they have like Draymond, SGA, and Ubre wearing them, and that's it. Yeah, I don't know who. Does anybody else wear those? I'm not, well. Draymond's out on Converse now. Is he? Yeah, he's no longer. Is with he Converse. back with Nike? I'm not sure if he's with Nike or not. I just know he's out on Converse. You can't go against Bron Bron and the family, though. It's true. Nike is Le- Converse. Le- that's well, yeah, their own, but it's still you still have those. It's like Jordan and Nike, you know. And one's also making a comeback. With who is they have? Who do they have? I don't know, but I, I, don't, think, I think you might have misheard that. No, they're releasing stuff again. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, Watch out for that. Yeah. All right. Congratulations to Skechers on winning Chase's Winner of the Week. That comes with a reward of a quarter bag of Hot Cheetos. Oh, nice. Hot Cheetos. Crunch them, munch them, feel the burn. I didn't know they just changed their slogan. They got a couple different ones. Oh, nice. Um, my Loser of the Week. Luxury bed company, Mari. What? Would you like to know why? I'd love to. Giannis Antetokounmpo is suing Marie for, quote, wait, is it Marie or Mari? <laughs> I don't, it's spelled M-A-R-E-E, Mari. Mari, it's, is it Mori? I don't know. <laughs> There's no U. Giannis is suing Marie for failure to deliver on promises and for unlawfully using his likeness. In the suit, Giannis is looking to get 
$96,000. What if he was suing because they like didn't deliver a package? <laughs> Failing to deliver a promises. They're like, order confirmed you on the promises way. Never confirmed. Uh, well, they also use his likeness. So what I'm assuming is they sent him a bed that they said was one way and then it was another. And in that understanding, they were like, hey, we're going to use your get your likeness. But Giannis didn't sign anything for that. And not only that, they sent him, uh, you know, a, maybe a new like product a, or something like that. Like a memory foam instead of like a firm or something. You never know. Very possible. Uh, it's okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> All right, who's your loser, loser of the week? Marty. Marty. Uh, loser of the week is just uh, James Harden. Why you got to keep doing this? We've already talked about it enough, but, like, just, I don't know. Harden's loser, loser of the week? Yeah. I, w- I would more so put Daryl Morey in there. Him, too. Because not only is he getting liar, liar talks, but he's also, you know, he's not having his guy practice. Yeah, he's missing out. Yeah, so. All right, do you want to do uh, – Tweet and what's it called? Or do you want to do our player rankings? I say we do tweet and then player rankings and then trivia. Let's do it. What's your tweet of the week, Buster? Uh, just Jokic watching his horses. It's just. Well, you have to say who, who tweeted it. I don't remember. NBA, everybody, Bleacher Report, Dunk Central. I don't think you understand tweet of the week. It was on Twitter. So. Oh, my gosh. It's more of just like the. Most comical NBA thing of the week. That's what we should change it to. In theory. Also, it's not even called Twitter anymore, but we're not calling it X of the week. We will never call it X. I'm so mad I accidentally updated Twitter into X. Yeah, that is a shame. All right. My tweet of the week is... I could watch Jokic doing almost anything. It's just the funniest thing ever. All right. My tweet of the week is from uh, Big Nick Energy. Um... Screenshot from a recent uh, athletic article um, with Tyler Hero. Um, Tyler Hero said the Heat, quote, knew they were going to be beating the Knicks in the playoffs. Um, He was asked about the playoff stretch. He said, it was tough emotionally. My mind was set on making a good playoff run. When I first got hurt, everyone was like, oh, no way he's coming back. They're the eighth seed. They're going against the Bucks. Then we beat them. We knew we were going to beat the Knicks. Then we had Boston. (laughs) I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I love it, and I knew it too, but I just, I just love that. All right, give me, give me some trivia, dog. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. We're doing top 20 first. Oh, facts. All right, let's get into it. I want you to start because I don't even know who your favorite player is. You don't know my favorite player? I have no idea who your favorite player is. Maybe you LeBron? two guesses. LeBron? Who's the other guess? Kevin Durant? Okay, you got two out of my top three. Okay. That's Jokic, LeBron, and KD. Jokic number one. You need you need to rank them. Oh, we're like ranking, ranking. I just have a list of my twenty favorite. You were supposed to rank them. Oh, I don't. I got mine ranked down to twenty. This is kind of ranked, but not really. Okay, why don't you get it? They're all in a general. Okay, I would like at least a number one of those three. Oof. I mean. I loved KD my whole childhood. LeBron's always been head and shoulders above everybody. Jokic is just amazing overall. True. I'm going to go with a tie for first. That's okay. What a <laughs> cop out. Okay, go on. No, it's probably Braun number one. Okay, good. Braun's probably my favorite. I like it. Okay, Braun one, KD two, Jokic three, I guess. All right. Devin Booker, I love watching play. Um, Steven Adams, great guy. Oh, that's a friend of the podcast. Friend of right the there. pod. 
One of the coolest guys out there, Roy Hibbert, also a cool guy. <laughs> Not in the NBA. Friend of the pod, kind of has a bitch of a girlfriend. I didn't say that. Cole did. <laughs> um, Isaiah Hartenstein. People have confused me with him in New York. True story. Love his game as well. By the way, Send I don't know about clip. you. I don't know about you, but I have a lot of white bigs on my list. Oh boy! So someone say racist? No, it's just gives me hope. I guess I don't know. Go on. Uh, Tyler Hero, love his game. Nice, nice. Kevin Love, nice. You know, has to be on there. Robin Lopez. Oh, that's that's for obvious reasons. How many pivots can a man do before shooting a jump hook? So true. Only one in the lead that does it. So you got to respect that. So true. Crazy eyes. Just anytime he's out there, oh, something's gonna happen. You got happen. all crazy eyes up there. I go to crazy eyes. Big Bob Portis. Um, Austin Reeves. You know, great player. Yo, this is love his game. <laughs> Joel Embiid, respect. You don't like that pick, but whatever. Uh, it's all Pat, the game. Pat Bev. No. Anytime. This is just anytime Pat Bev is in a game, something is going to happen that you're like, what just happened? Oh, right? Gosh. I mean, maybe. Right? Just just go on. I'm, I, you're like, wait I'm, a second. There's no way he's driving to the There are a couple guys rim. in here that that's okay. That's I'll give you that. That's true. Right? Like, and he had one of the most funny moments of the season um, last year. Exactly. So. Okay, I'll give that to you. But his podcast is making him more and more likable. And I, think, I don't like his podcast. I think he's more of a troll than like seriously insane. Now that I listen to his podcast, I've listened to like the clips. I don't fully listen to his podcast. All right, respect. But I think he's more of a troll than like serious. Uh, Lonzo Ball, nice. Been a fan since I was. He'll 12. be back. He'll be back. He will be back. Big Al Sengun, the guy outside nice. the subway. Nice. Just clicking his feet. Uh, Jack Lindale. Does the right thing. Lunch pail guy. I love that one. Steph Curry, one of the, great, the greatest shooter of all time. Electric every time he's on the floor. Zubac. <laughs> That's I, Big Zoo. Never go with Zubac here. Okay. No? How many? What, what numbers are we at? I have 25. What? You're supposed to do 20. No. No, you have to cut five. I couldn't. No, you have to cut. You, you skip your last all five. Right, all right. I'll skip them. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Another guy that when he's in the game, this is shocking. When he's in the game, something's going to happen. This is shocking. He's in the Pat Bev category. If something's going to happen when he's in the game, you don't know what. The ball could go into the 200 sections. He could dunk on somebody. Something will happen when he's in the game. Uh, Seth Curry. Loved him since he was at Duke. Great guy of production every time he's on the floor. Sniper. Kyrie and Sabonis. Wow. And I didn't even cut five. Wow. That was quite the list. All right. Well, here I go. I want to see how many similar we have. Probably okay. So the whole Heat roster, and then nope, not the whole Heat roster. Your last. Five. All right. Let me just. So we got Jimmy number one, Duncan Robinson number two, sure. LeBron number three. Why not? Jokic number four. Okay. Then we got Kuzma. Ah, oh, I didn't even have him. Then we got Bam Adebayo. Right following Bam Adebayo, we got Kevin Love. Yeah. Then we got Lamelo. Okay. Right next to him, his older brother Lonzo. Yeah, Jello. Honorable mention. Jello's not out. He's not in the NBA. Who's in the NBA? Probably be in the list. I'm going to say Jello, uh, my favorite large dog owner. There you go. So there. Um, Savonis following the balls. Right. <laughs> okay. Right, right behind Savonis, we got what? What you might say would be a, a Savonis Junior Sangoon. 
Yeah. Man, I got MPJ. Like MPJ, my, my favorite person to watch shoot a basketball. I will say that. Over Duncan Robinson. It's also like half of his shots are like, wait, he's shooting this. Yeah, and also I just, every time he misses, I'm shocked. Um, ben Simmons, right after that. Right after Ben Simmons, I got Bradley Beal. Okay. Just meant, meant a lot to me growing up. Yeah. Um, if Wall was on an active roster, best believe he'd be above Beal. No, you can have people on non-active roster. I have Ray Hibbert. He sh- I already told you he should not have been on the thing. Okay, cut. Ray Hibbert's cut. Ray Hibbert is cut. My Ray top Hibbert's 20 cut. is down to 23 players. Okay. Um, following Beal, Steven Adams, the big man in the middle. Yeah. Friend of the podcast. Great, great guy. Great chap. Maybe greatest guy in the league. He, he's up there for sure. Right after that, I got Dennis Smith Jr. I am a, I'm a sucker for a redemption arc, and I love the way he plays. He plays, yeah. a, he plays hard, plays good defense. He's got an improving jump shot, Yep. and he gets downhill. That's for sure. Got Wolfpack. I got Laurie Markkinen right after that. Yeah, I thought about it. I'm him. a sucker for a redemption arc, and boy, has he proved everybody wrong. Can I? And he's a statesman. I thought for hours, Hibbert Markkinen. Markkinen oh Hibbert. <laughs> Hibbert Markkinen. Oh I went with Hibbert end of the day. Okay. Right after Markkinen? You you got it right. I got Robin Lopez. Knew it. Following Robin Lopez, I got Jay Huff. <laughs> Former teammate of Chase, Jay yeah, Huff. I thought I didn't bring I wouldn't bring bias into this he, and put my own teammates on here. He has his own I mean, he how you got your dunk your own you got you got a dunk named after you. He's got you his know, own the dunk. Jay Huff. He's got his own It's dunk. a reverse if you yeah, didn't know. Yeah. But if you have your own dunk named after you, you know, how are you not gonna be on some top twenty lists? I don't know. And last but Least because he's you know he's twentieth. It's Paul George. Very smooth, very fun player to watch. Cool guy. Very good at impressions. OD'd on caffeine. Couldn't play in a game. Yeah, this is a fun exercise. Yeah, I liked it. This is a fun exercise. I'm. There were some guys that I would put in my least favorite players that were in your top twenty. Who? Beverly and old Crazy Eyes. Least favorite. Old Crazy Eyes talk too much mess. You to the just Miami don't heat. like him because they don't like the heat. Okay, I'm, that's, that's what being a fan of a team is all about. You hate the guys that are rivals to your team. This is something as a Wizards fan that you just wouldn't get because right now they don't even have a rival. I hate Kelly O'Link, okay? That's, I love Kelly O'Link. I was considering him putting him in my top 20. I don't hate Kelly O'Link. I hate him for what he did to the Wizards. I like his game. Respect. But it was like, as a 12-year-old watching that, I couldn't. You were older than 12. I was... Probably 15. 14. Yeah. Okay. No, 15. Right. I was a freshman. No. So, I don't remember. Sophomore. Right. What do you say we get into trivia and get out of here, big dog? Okay. Big I dog. Thought, thought we could make trivia a competition this week. How will this work if you have trivia? So, what we're going to do, this is going to go by division. All right. From the north down into the south to the southwest. Down to the southwest again, to the west, to the north, all that. So we're going by division. We're going to alternate naming head coaches. Do we have the teams? We're going by division. Like, do we, like, are the teams given to us? You're going to say, okay, so we're starting with the northeast. Is it the Atlantic? Do you think I have the divisions memorized? Okay, so Atlantic is Boston. I, I know the Atlantic, but like, are we gonna have? Am I am I allowed to pull up the team names? No, that's part of it. Well, this is the dumbest thing ever. How is this the dumbest thing ever? This is dumb. Why? 
Because this is uh, okay. Fine, we'll, I'll give you the more, team name. This is far more about knowing the teams in divisions. It's just an added wrinkle. It's coach. an added wrinkle. It's a dumb wrinkle. It's an added this wrinkle. would this would be shot down in the hoop collective immediately. Okay, so we're gonna start with the Atlantic. Would you like to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Sure, you can pull them up. I have them memorized, but I guess I'm just more of a fan. Yep. All right. You have the list. You looked up NBA head coaches, didn't you? Yep. Sure. You're looking at Steve right. Kerr and Greg Popovich's mug right now. Let's go. What, we're starting with the what? The Southeast? Atlantic. We're Atlantic. starting in the North. We're going around. All right. Ready? Yeah. Jacques Vaughn. For who? The Nets. Okay. I'm going to go Nick Nurse. Okay. Philly I'm, 76ers. I'm going to go Tom Thibodeau of the Knicks. Okay. I'm going to go Darko Rajakovic for the Raptors. I believe that rounds out the Atlantic. Is that correct? No, it sure does not. We lastly have Joe Missoula, friend of friends of the podcast. Right, right. Okay, next division. Would you like to go with? We're going down south. We're going with uh, the Wizards division. Okay, Wizards. I will go with Wes Unseld Jr. I will go with Eric Spoelstra. Hmm, bit of a homer there, eh? Yes, you could say. All right, I will go with Quinn Snyder of the Atlanta Hawks. Sure, sure. That will take me to Charlotte, where I will go with Steve Clifford. And last but not least, we have Jamal Mosley of the Orlando Magic. Sure thing, sure thing. Are we going to the Central now? We can go Central. All right. With the Central, on the, on the Detroit Pistons, I'm going to go with Dwayne Casey. Can I take Rick Carlisle for 500 points? Indiana Pacers? Of course you can. May I? With that, I will take J.B. Bickerstaff of the Cleveland Cavaliers. How about a little Billy Donovan action up in Chicago? Can we? That's, that's, that's fine with me. Yeah? As long as I am allowed to go with Adrian Griffin of the Milwaukee Bucks. You're more than allowed to. All right. Shall we take this to... Uh, Let's to take it down south. South. All righty. And with that, with the Pelicans, I will go with a, a young Willie Green. Can I take Jason Kidd of the Mavericks? Sure can. With that, I will go, uh, I'll go, I'll go with the all-in Rockets here. And I will take our boy Ime Udoka. I will take the all-in on Wembenyama Spurs with Greg Popovich. Okay. Last but not least, I will go with the, uh, the Burger King Grizzlies, Taylor Jenkins. Got to love him. Are we going... I don't remember the name We're of the We're going to the Northwest. Division. We're going Northwest? Yep. Okay. I will start with Will Hardy of the Utah Jazz. That's great because I'm going to go with our, our good buddy Mark Dagnall of the Thunder. Oh, yeah. You're going with Marky D? Mm-hmm. I will go with Michael Malone, not Mike, of the Denver Nuggets. Good pick, good pick, good pick. With that, I will be going with... I think you're struggling with the same one I'm struggling with. Oh, I got it. Timberwolves is the only one left, right? I have it. Timberwolves and Blazers. Blazers. Oh, Chauncey Billups. Holy smokes. Yeah, I was going... I'm going to go Chris Finch. Chris Finch. May I? There you go. May I give that Chris Finch answer? He looks a tad homosexual. It's all good, though. Um, no. All right, good answer, good answer. All right, last but not least, we got the Pacific Division. Yeah, we, we do. might say the easiest division. Sure we do. I'll go Mike Brown of the Sacramento Kings. I will go Frank Vogues. Not the Lakers, the Suns. That's right. With that, I will go with Ty Lu. In-game adjustment, high, uh, high men. Wait, what? <laughs> He's the high man. Of in-game adjustments. Like the highest-ranked man? That's right. That's what I was going for. Becky Hammond, probably the highest-ranked woman. Good job. Maybe. 
You don't know that. Don't at all. Don't. She could be a very poor game adjuster. She could be. We don't know. Could just be a scouting report lady. Yep. Gal. All right, go on. Um, can I go Darwin Ham? Darwin? Darwin? There you go. Lastly, I will go with the, uh, the overrated Steve Kerr. Father of Nick Kerr. Father of Nick Kerr. Father of Nick Kerr. Kerr. Good podcast. <laughs> All right. I think the division wrinkle was fun. It was you, not because if you you didn't know I wasn't prepared at all. So I wasn't either. I also there's literally zero reason for any of us to know divisions. So. I just know them. Congratulations from uh, what's it called? Pirtle. Can you name them right now? Close your laptop and name them. Like all the by division: Southwest, Pacific, Atlantic, the Northwest. teams in them, man. No, of course right, not. You sucked in. I'm right. just. I think I'm just good at memorizing random shit. Thank you all for listening, and as always. Yeah, so I think is that that'll be all right, and that'll do it for us. So watch shout it out to Hot Cheetos, Crunch 'em Munch 'em, feel the heat. Alrighty, and remember that half bag, P A R T H E promo code.